This is my reading response for week six. It is on chapter five in the book and an article on black language. Okay, so starting off, I will start with chapter five. Chapter five is called Oral Histories. And basically what this chapter is about is teaching our kids to conduct oral interviews with people that in the community that are older or have been through more in their life and made an impact in their life um, compared to our students. And what they would do is conduct interviews with them. Um, and so what they would first need to do is like prepare for like what they were going to talk about, prepare like some background information, prepare like um, questions that they wanted to ask. And it's about like being teaching them to be like respectful and like knowing, like learning the history behind what they're going to ask and then conducting the interviews with these people. And um, they talk about sitting straight, showing respect, um, speak loudly and clearly um and uh you're gonna interview like uh people that come from lots of different backgrounds and have been through a lot so I think respect is a really a big thing that they push in this chapter um I don't know if this is still working I think so okay um and then like turning it into a lesson so maybe like creating a report out of it having them draw pictures make connections with different things in histories or different things among different people who were interviewed um and kind of making a story and how it they an impact it is and like then we can think about like me doing this in the future how people would talk about like 9-11 being like this big thing like how my students might interview people who like what they were doing when 9-11 happened things like that um I just thought it was a great chapter and a great thing to like think about I also remember reading a book about how high schoolers would do this so it's really a great lesson for any age to do um, I remember doing it when I was in elementary. I did it on my grandpa who talked about when he was in the Korean War. So like, and you can talk about lots of different wars or like, um, then kind of tying in with the article, like people who were uh, oppressed or discriminated because of the color of their skin, you know, like talking about like the black language article. Um, this article was really interesting. It talked a lot about how um the black language and that reminded me of what I learned in Wendy Farkas's class last semester about code switching and code switching is like how a person of color may talk in a different sort of way than other kids in the class and it really um they're talking at home could be very different from even how they talk at school or how and then it can also reflect like into their writing as well and we need to kind of make sure that um we have like an idea in our head when we're teaching that code switching is a thing and it's not something that we want to get get them out of because it does make up who they am but we also want to teach them when is the right time to use that kind of language and I hope that makes sense Um, I'm trying not to I'm trying to get the point across like as best as I can it gives a lot of great 
um, examples like when they're in the classroom or when they're at home or um, let me find it here when they're at a a coffee shop that's what I meant yeah coffee shop classroom you know it just gives great examples and I liked reading about it um and uh, at the end here it talks about how um is also referred to in literature as african-american language um african-american vernacular english and it's a systematic variety of english that is at least one of the language spoken by many black americans so it is an actual language and that we need to like realize that and and uh embrace that so um i really hope i did this right i hope i talked about enough and um i if i need to talk about more i will so <laughs> thank you